sleep. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> How do you get it? <laughs> How do <you> sleep? <laughs> I'm Coach Anthony. That is Coach Adam over there. That was the worst <laughs> intro we've ever done. <laughs> I don't think so, man. I think it was. I think it's going to be an attention <laughs> grabber. People are like, they understand exactly what it's about from the beginning. Uh, <laughs> All right. Yeah, so we're talking about sleep. <laughs> if you did not get that. Oh, man. Um, You got to start because I'm sitting here trying to compose <laughs> myself. <laughs> Essentially, we're going to go over what happens to your body when you sleep, the benefits the pitfalls if you don't get enough and all that good stuff. All righty. So let's uh let's start with you, I'll, you should cover the body stuff. I'll cover the brain stuff. I'll cover all of it together. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I just <laughs> divvied the task just now. Not giving any tasks. <laughs> you I'm going to talk about mind stuff too. All right. I know. I said okay, and begin. And body stuff. <laughs> begin. Go for it. Mm, I got some stuff brought up here just in case maybe. Oh my gosh. Talk about deep sleep. That stuff you never get, or you get too much of. I get too much of. Which oh, okay. Is what I learned from my whoop strap. Yep. I get a. I get pretty restful deep sleep on mm-hmm. just like five or six hours. I wish I get more. Actually, I don't because obviously more normal I sleep. Already, you mean? Yeah, I already would yeah. be getting eight hours if I really wanted eight hours. But <laughs> yeah, um, I am one of those sleep deprived people, or not. Re- I don't know. I'm not really ever t- tired. I guess, but uh. I don't get as much sleep as I should. You crash hard, though, some days. Oh, yeah, some days. For, like, 13-hour sleeps. I do, like, uh, what my uh, one of my old coaching buddies used to tell me. I'm, like, a bear. I hit hibernation. Yeah. I'll go, like, three months hard, and then I'll have, like, a week where I'm just done. Like, I'm just yeah. out. Um, so, I mean, it all really depends. Like, obviously, sleeping is very important for your physical goals. I mean, Absolutely. If you're trying to gain muscle or you're trying to lean out, um, it makes it harder if you're not recovering which is the main benefit of sleep and there's a whole bunch of like we we're saying mental factors that contribute when you're getting less sleep than you should be oh yeah like i didn't get a lot of sleep last night i got like two hours which is probably why i'm kind of in a funk today you yeah i mean there's other stuff going on but i had like a yeah, little hours. funk today like pretty hard and it's like yeah it's probably because i only got two hours of sleep and i was feeling it all day but uh physically you know like um Obviously, if you're not getting enough, you're not able to recover. Mm-hmm. And if you're trying to go for gains and you're lifting heavy weight or doing hypertrophy, you're stretching yeah. and tearing those muscles pretty substantially during your workouts. Yep. You know, if you're not just trying to maintain, you're going to be pretty much breaking yourself down. If you're not getting enough sleep, you're that's not your heal time. Yep. Yeah. You're not going to have that downtime to repair those muscles. And you also won't like stick a to a diet. Yep. I just that's got done because your your body will force you. To be hungry for simple sugars because it's trying to make up for the energy deficit that it didn't get yep. during sleep. Which is what your next one was uh, weight loss, you know, like mm-hmm. your body's going to be first off, you'll feel yep. even worse because you're getting less sleep. And mm-hmm. if you actually do wind up sticking to your diet, you're going to be in a calorie deficit even further than you actually probably think because yep. you're burning more calories because you're up longer, you know, and yeah. uh if you uh, or spend it slows down your metabolism either way. Yep, and if you spend days and days um, sleep deprived, like getting poor sleep every night, you're gonna have the metabolism of that of like a pre-diabetic, mm. so mm. not good. And that's b- I mean that's bad for your fat stores. That's bad for your muscle too. I mean if yeah. you're if you're super insulin resistant, that's terrible. You know, oh, yeah. you're talking about not building muscle and being more 
prone to putting on fat. So if you have any body composition goals at all, you have to prioritize and discipline your sleep just as much as your diet and your exercise. And saying that, um, you know, like there's a lot of studies out there that tell you how much sleep to get, but realistically it's just like any diet or training program. It's individualized. Yep. So I you'll, suggest you'll need less some as kind of tracker. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like, uh, you can, you can't really make up sleep, but you can definitely sleep more yeah. on another day and recover better than you did the day before. You know, like you're never yep. going to catch up. Like you're not going to recover the, the day before that you didn't recover, but you're going to recover better the next day if yeah. you get more sleep. Which is always hate when people say that you can't, you can't catch up on your sleep. I'm like, no, you can't. That, but if that, you sleep ten hours the next day, you're going to be yeah. more recovered than you. <laughs> and there actually, there's been some people that have come around and say that's not necessarily true. That you can yeah. make up your sleep deficit. Um, it's about how many sleep cycles you get through in a week, is what you want to aim for. Um, that's relatively new. I don't know if that there's a consensus on that. But the good news about science is that it doesn't take a consensus. It takes facts. So, hopefully, some things. Um, will be coming around and that, that information will be, you know, tested and tested and tested and be true. Cause I've just noticed, um, you know, I spent at least one week in a month, the last year, very sleep deprived. And I've been able to make that up and, and come back around. It yeah. takes some time, but I don't, I don't think it makes sense to say like, they say you can never make that up. It's like, okay, so you're just like chronically worse every yeah, night, every, single day. <laughs> every night that you get bad sleep, you'll never bounce back to where you were. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, um, and on that, you know, like, on average, I feel the best if I sleep, uh, you know, five to six hours. If I sleep five yeah. to six hours, I feel recovered. I feel good in my workouts. I feel good, yep. like, throughout the day. I don't have, like, any, like, taper off later in the afternoon, you know, like. Yep. But if I get less than that, like, around four, then I start feeling kind of like I did today. And then yep. if I get more than that, it's weird, too. I can't wake up. I'm, like, sluggish all day long. Yeah. If I get over eight, I'm just done. You guys can't see oh. my face right now, but it's doing stuff. Yeah, I'm it's I'm kind of the other way. I'm like an eight to nine. I need all that sleep. Yeah. If I get more than nine, or if I sleep like eight nine hours after a day of doing nothing, I feel that way, like really sluggish and off. But I do. I need my sleep because I I struggle. I'd say five hours I can function just fine. If I start getting under five hours, yeah. um, I'm I'm in pretty good trouble. Mm-hmm. That's so. me too. And I'll sleep eight hours and take like an hour or two nap in the middle of the day too. If I can take a nap, I like yeah. to. Um, it's just hard to like. Usually, like when I have free time, I try to keep going, doing stuff. Yeah. Because I I really only have like maybe like a day or two a week where I actually have free time to do something. Yep. So I try to utilize it to the best of my ability. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know how many times you guys have come home and I'm passed out. A lot. It's, it's quite often. Yeah. <laughs> I do take a lot of naps, um, but I prior- prioritize sleep. It's really good for my brain. Uh, that's, that's that's a good segue into you know the yeah. innards of what oh sleep, yeah. you know, and this also plays into your fitness as well. Like, oh you yeah, know, like it's the, main the mental thing. game. Oh yeah, uh, higher, way higher stress levels if you get lack of sleep. Oh yeah, which is gonna affect like muscle they, gains. Yeah, uh, like everybody knows habits, that everything. Too. Yeah, you know. I mean, you know how you feel. Yeah, everyone knows. Yep. Like. Like we were talking, I think we were talking about last week, emotion, like our emotional eaters, it's the same thing. Like if you start yep. getting really sleep deprived, like guess what? You're going to stress more, which means mm-hmm. that you're going to have those same emotions that make you yep. emotionally go toward that food and then you're going to eat more yeah. of that food. So, <laughs> All right. I have to insert the coolest fact ever. Insert it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm inserting it. Okay. It's so your brain cleans itself while you're sleeping and the way it does it 
is it uses cerebral fluid and electricity. And it basically uses electricity to push that cerebral cerebral fluid all over your brain. And the washback of that fluid is what cleans the brain of debris. That's that's like sick. That's so cool. Your brain cleans itself with electricity and tidal force. That's basically, (laughs) (laughs) that's like the coolest shit you could possibly like dream Mm -hmm. up. And yeah, I remember that. And all that happens while you're sleeping. Yeah, while you're sleeping, your brain is just like basically, I don't know, like an X-Men, you know? Like it's just. (laughs) Healing itself. Yeah. I I don't know why that's just the coolest thing, but it's, I mean, how did like our biology figure that out? I don't know. It's pretty neat. But. Yeah, I don't know why. That's the coolest thing. Um, as far as like getting good sleep, we should talk uh, before bed rituals and waking up rituals because this is a big thing I cover with my clients too. Uh, blue light. <laughs> you know about blue light. Yes. Yes. Um, all sorts of things. Yeah, like you yeah. don't want to be on your phone uh, watching TV usually, I think within an hour or two, I think is what yeah. they say, because mm-hmm. um, it stimulates your brain too much, an and you're, um, you won't be able to relax into a good sleep. So usually, uh, you would want to read like a book or something that kind of starts yep. blowing you down, you know. Um, oh yeah. Or if you absolutely want to be on your phone or something, you know, there's blue blocker glasses now and all sorts of stuff which people use. I feel like mine are on the table, They're right there, right around yeah. here. Yeah. Right there. I was gonna say, so are the three books I'm reading. Yeah, you know, like it's um, there's ways around it, obviously, or you can do I can't remember what they called the technology fast, where every night you just turn it off at yeah. the same time. And we used to do that at our gym, you know, like as part of like extra credit thing, you get points yep. towards something. You'd track like when you did your fast and tech fast. You know, like you spend more time with your family, you're more in tune with everyone because yeah. you're actually paying attention to them instead of oh yeah, watching something or just playing on your phone, diddling around. Yep diddling <laughs> there's some diddling you should do right yeah. before bed certain yes. types of diddling yes not that's that diddling good for you too we can talk about that yeah in another podcast, do that on another podcast. That's another good podcast too actually all right <laughs> um but uh the uh, the one that i give my clients is the three two run three two one rule just because it's easy to remember three hours before bed no work two hours before bed no food one hour before bed no blue light so like no no and I say no blue light because I'm never going to get people off their phone before they go to sleep. They're just not. The, the attrition rate is too high. And so at the very least, yeah, blue light blocking glasses or having... Don't they have it on your phone now too? I think I have it on my yep. phone. You yeah, know, like or you can have like whatever. a... Yep. Yeah, like mine turns on at 7 because my usual bedtime is yeah. like 8. So it's a it's a blue light filter built into your phone. And you can set that up on any and phone. And if you have a weakness towards like Facebook and stuff, you can set your Facebook to not like let you get in after a certain yeah. time too that's what i did mine like yeah i've got an app called blocks yep at 10 10 p.m every night i can't get on instagram or facebook nice. i'm usually up to like 11 or midnight you know yeah and i'm up by like 5 36 keeps you off that yeah you know like even if you try to get in there even yeah. if you try to get in there you know it's just it's like no yeah, it's like mm, you know yeah. you have seven hours before you can get on you're like oh oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. I I try to have it Ooh. so I don't get on in the morning either, right, when I get up. So it's on usually up until 7 a.m. That way yeah. I'm not playing on Facebook or something like right when I roll yeah. over in bed or something. Because that's I have also not good for you when you're waking up. Yep. That's a good segue in just the a.m. routine. Um, So blue light, at n- I want to say something about the blue light, though. Blue light at night actually talks to receptors in the back of your eyes that tell your brain it's daytime. 
So as long as you are exposed to blue light, your brain will not start synthesizing uh, serotonin, melatonin uh, from your yeah. serotonin. Yeah, there you go. Um, it, it just won't do it at a rate that will actually put you to sleep. Or if, even if it does put you to sleep, they do those mm-hmm. measurements, like what stages of sleep you're in, and you don't hit yeah. deep sleep the same way you would um, if you weren't exposed to that blue light. Because you got to think over you know, 2 million years the over the evolution of humanity, we weren't expo- exposed to blue light at night until, until like, like the last 20 150 years but even then incandescent lights so leds is probably the worst one there's there's a i don't remember where somewhere in europe they just did a test about how cancer rates were rising and and stress and all this all these health issues were rising and it was directly correlated with when they replaced all the lights with leds and it was part of this green movement you know to, Mm -hmm. to make things more efficient so they took all the the halogen or the um I forget what they're called. It might have been halogen or something. Yeah, hal- the, yeah the, the more red light emitting. But they switched to those LEDs, and people didn't have, like, blocking curtains and stuff like that. So they were exposed to blue light, and they were all getting terrible sleep all the time. And what's really cool, too, is you actually have these photos, uh, photoreceptors in every cell of your body. So even yeah, even so if you people. have, like, a, a, yeah, like a sleep mask on, yeah. they can shine light on the bottom of your foot, and your body will start producing less melatonin, and it'll start waking you up. So that's how sensitive your body is to light. So that's a that's a big one about blue light. Don't you know? Really try not to be exposed to it at least an hour before bed. Because mm-hmm. um, even if you do fall asleep, you get most of your deep sleep in those front few cycles of sleep um, versus the last. Towards the end, towards your end cycles of sleep, you're getting more REM sleep. That's why a lot of people wake up out of dreams towards the end of the night. Mm-hmm. So that's just something. I mean, I really wanted to plug how important that is um, as far as like falling asleep staying asleep and actually getting restful sleep and, and deep sleep cycles which a lot of yeah. people i don't think think about like even if you are getting your eight hours you might not be getting a restful sleep you know like yep. if you're on that blue lighter and you doing know other things you shouldn't be you know like you're eating a lot of food then trying to go to bed or drinking heavily you know yeah or caffeine mm-hmm. or something and then trying to go to bed you're not going to get as restful sleep yeah i just put the monster in the fridge I saw that. I saw yeah. there was one in there, and I saw one on the counter when I came. Yeah, came home. I'm putting caffeine away pretty good. Yeah, that's all right. I mean, I put a lot of caffeine away too, but I yep. d- I don't have anything after like three or four. Yeah, so that's that gives why I put me it away. Six, it seven hours. You know? Yeah, yep. six or seven hours before I go to bed. Yeah, which the, I think the average person is six to eight hours to get out of your system. Yeah, I think the half life on it. I know that y- I, if you just quit caffeine in general. Yeah. Your sleep's better. Um, you know, it's kind of the dirty secret of caffeine, but you know, we all make do with it and well that there's so much things sleep. we can talk about caffeine some other time too. There's so many things that caffeine does, benefits and yep. like negatives, you know, like Yeah. Um i I don't think I'll ever quit caffeine. I just love caffeine too much. But I've uh, hit my thirties, so I think I'm pretty much roped in for forever yeah. now. I'm a lifer. Yeah. <laughs> there, it might, there's it might times kill when me. I reduce it, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like um also, this depends, you know, on the day. Like, sometimes I just mm-hmm. need that extra go-go. So, go grab, like, an yeah. extra caffeine or you just go get some freaking the triple shot of espresso. Oh, yeah. We should do next week on, like, caffeine. Yeah. We can do caffeine. All right, don't tell the listeners, though. Shh. Shh everyone <laughs> shut up. You need to hear this from us. Yeah. That, uh, so waking up, what's your usual AM routine? If I'm not, um, rushed, which usually I'm not, there's... All depends. Um, but usually I get up and uh, I kind of do like some stretching. Yeah. You know, that's my normal thing. Get up, stretch. Um, uh, the last, I've been trying to get back into journaling again. Yeah. In the morning. Um, 
it's not very comfortable for me. I don't know why. I always haven't liked journaling, but like once yeah. I get into the rhythm of it, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, is it helpful? That's a good huh? question. I think once I get into the rhythm of it, it's nice yeah. to have it and like you know like help you kind of go over like your thought process for the day before or how yep. are you doing it? Whether you're writing about the day before, or you're writing about some people do it at night and you know and they'll write about their day or yeah. I usually do it in the morning about the day before like what yeah. happened and like how I conceptualized everything that was going on with me or my yep. mind or work or whatever it is, you know? Um, and then usually I, I used to shower at nights, but I kind of like showering in the mornings now. Yeah. Um, so usually I just get up and after I like, that I shower. I like both. Huh? <laughs> Sorry about the water bill, Al. <laughs> I said I like both. I do too. I don't like going to bed like dirty because I usually I work out, but it yeah, I love how awake I feel right after I get out of the shower in the morning because I usually yep. don't have caffeine. That's another thing. I don't have caffeine for the first hour or two right when I wake up. I don't come, I don't just wake up and chug some caffeine and get going. You it, know, like it makes a difference too. It does. Like, uh, it hits uh-huh. you. I feel like it hits me better because I'm like, you know, like I'm already naturally woken up and then I take the caffeine. Yeah. I get that burst instead of just being like, wait, try like using it as like my wake yep. up mechanism. So I was actually doing it's that as a test. Switch. Yeah. I was doing that as a test. I was waiting two hours from, from wake time to drink caffeine because when you wake up, the way your body gets rid of the melatonin is cortisol. Yep. So you have this big cortisol spike right when you wake up. And a lot of people get the jitters from caffeine because they take it first thing in the morning with that cortisol spike. And it's just like too much on your body. Yep. Uh, and it's too much on your adrenals. So before I left for AT, that was what I was doing. I uh, was waiting. I would take uh, DL phenylalanine, which is DLPA. It's mm-hmm. um like an endorphin precursor. I would take that um, for reasons I can go into in another podcast, but it was like supportive of my energy and my mood. And then two hours later, I'd have the caffeine. And I mean, that would, I actually noticed I need less caffeine when I did that mm-hmm. because I didn't crash. I didn't have, you know, because I that's wasn't exactly spiking. Why I do it too. Yep. Yeah, because I wasn't, spi- he says as he works for scooters. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, <right>. Because <laughs> that's why you wait. You're like, I'll just get it free at work. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> well, that's one of the reasons. But no, I've been doing it like that yeah. for. Pretty much, unless uh, unless I'm meeting someone for coffee, yeah. like unless I'm drinking it with someone and like they yeah. want to go first thing in the morning, I don't ever really have coffee first thing. I'll notice that on weekends too. The very few times that like I come up later than you do, <laughs> <laughs> like if I sleep in and I come up and you're like, yeah, I've been up for a couple hours, and, and the first thing I want to do is what you know, like okay, let's go to whatever yeah. it's called in Dundee. Yeah, double shot. Double shot. Can we go to double shot? Like Dude, <laughs> it's the first I thing I say. So much. <laughs> That's such but good coffee. If you're living in Omaha, yeah. Nebraska, and you make it to Dundee, Double Shot is the shit. It is good. So I get good. the dirty matcha. Matcha and with a shot of espresso. Everything they do is good, dude. Even their like pastries and everything. Everything yeah. is either like made like by hand there, yep. or like lo- locally made like yep. right on the corner. Local and they bakers. Bring it right in. It's so Thank good. You. And then their coffee, you know, like they must scrounge the earth for like the best coffee yeah. because <laughs> like it's. I've had a couple of different drinks of theirs, and they're all really, really good. Yeah, I do like it too. Don't say that, dude. You work for scooters. I actually work for Harvester Roasting. Just in case anyone's wondering, we're the main distributor for scooters. Heck, oh, okay. I didn't. Aren't you, is it the same? Owned by the same people? Yeah. Oh. But okay. uh, scooters is just, I guess, the coffee kiosks. Harvest Roasting is like, it's essentially we do all like the production on coffee. So like we get like the raw beans, you know, like roast oh. them ourselves, put the flavoring on them, all that stuff, and uh. Dude, it must smell so good. It does. And then you bake it. They bake everything in-house. So everything Uh, is made in Harvest Roasting. So that's another good thing. That's why Scooters is so much better than freaking Starbucks because everything is made within the building and shipped out locally as well. Yeah. And then... um, Like right here. And actually, I'm in charge of all the shipping, so... Heck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Yes. 
yeah. all your shipping needs can be met. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> uh, so our morning routines are quite a lot alike then because I know journaling is a part of my morning, movement's a part of my morning, and then the big thing I instituted was uh, hydration. Yeah, oh, yeah. I chug a lot. Yep. I ch- before that's another reason why I push back to coffee because I yeah. like to get a little. I like to get at least uh, two of my protein shaker like cups full of water in me. So yep. I think it's like thirty two ounces, so like yeah, like half a gallon or a quarter gallon. Yeah, I quart. get a little. I get a little salty water in me. Yeah, uh, and that's just because I usually focus on a keto diet, so I I hit the electrolytes first thing. But the journaling though, I found that like that first hour when you wake up, I mean, you're like setting the tone for your attention span your intentions and like your consciousness in general. Cause I feel like your it's like your ego hasn't solidified in that first hour. So if you just like jump right on Facebook you're like trapped in the Facebook mindset the whole rest of the day, if the first thing you do is grab your phone and then start reading stuff, you're like automatically reaching for your phone. You have mm-hmm. no goal set. And then you're like, okay, well I guess it's better time to start setting my intentions for the day. And then you just drag ass through everything trying to, and I, I just know this for me because I do it fucking quite a bit. Like if that's the first thing I do and that's why I have those blocks set up, it just, it makes my day like an uphill battle through quicksand. Mm-hmm. So if I, that's yeah, if I journal blocks set up, you know, like yeah. if you don't have, you know, the willpower to not do it yourself, you I know, don't. that's a good thing. And I don't either. <laughs> that's, well, they design these. Important. Yeah. I think it's important for people to realize that, you know, yep. like it's okay not to have the willpower, but there are ways to yeah. like make it so that you don't have to rely on your willpower. Do it alone. works. Yeah. yeah. Because they they literally have neuroscientists that work for them that oh, design yeah. these apps to be automatic. It's like when you find yourself in the fridge and you're like, "How did I get here? And what did I need?" Yeah, you know what I mean. That's how these apps are designed. It's like exactly. they're trying to hack that same circuit in your brain of like, how do I get them to pick it up, click on Facebook, and start scrolling without even thinking about it? So it's not even like a willpower thing where you're like, "Just don't do it. Just don't do it." You're just like, "How did I get here?" I know because I do it several times a day. Yeah. I pick up the phone and I'm doing that, you know, unless I have those blocks set up. So Exactly. You know, like I'll notice I'll just be still for a little bit, you know, yep. and like, well, why am I on Facebook? <laughs> yeah. How did I get here? And yeah. I've noticed like I'll turn off Facebook. I've done this before. I'll click out of Facebook and then I'll click right back on it as yeah. if I wasn't there. Cause I'm like, I, this is boring. I need to find something else. And then I'll click on Facebook and I'm like, what, what did I just do? I'm trying to be more intentional with that as well. You know, like making yeah. sure like when I'm, doing something my intentions on that instead of like yep. going like if i'm on my phone i'll be on my phone instead of like trying to do something else and if i'm yeah. doing something else not to be on my phone as at least as much yeah oh we should do a podcast just on like how to regain your attention span but oh first gosh. we should yeah. regain our attention span yeah on sleep uh, that's well, so you've about our you've noticed like even with like we're watching shows and stuff i've been doing my best to like not yeah. even be on my phone while we're doing that mm-hmm because I'll notice that, like, I've noticed in the last year I get bored with movies. And I'm like, I was never bored with movies before, and I'm pretty sure it's not the movie. It's my attention span. Yeah. You know, it's just gotten so short. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> we all know. I know. I know everybody <laughs> knows. I'm aware. So I do. Yeah. that's why it was good for me to be out in Estes Park last week with no reception. Oh, yeah. It's good you to know, get away from yeah. all that stuff. i got to be a lot more intentional and like focused. Weekends ago, the same yeah. thing. It was nice to just not Separate. be in connectivity with everything. Yep on hiking biking you know and yeah. hanging around it was nice it makes a difference it really does oh yeah yeah so um, yeah that's that's the big my big piece on the morning stuff oh and blue light again yeah the same thing you know for at night you're that blue light's talking to you in the morning it's almost the best thing for you it sets yep. your circadian rhythm so if you can get like a super super bright light that you can you know have close to you like they have these happy lights and whatnot they're like ten thousand lumens ten thousand lux whatever 
um, that are a lot of blue light, that's really good for you, especially with winter coming up. I mean, we're, we're hitting fall seasons now. I know we're getting cooler nights and whatnot, oh, yeah. shorter days. Um, that's, it's so helpful to have that, that bright, bright light first thing in the morning. And I have mine set up on like Alexa and an, uh, an Amazon plug where that's like my final alarm clock. Um, also, well, I should say this too, I, uh, sunrise alarms that slowly dim your lights on. I have my, my smart lights in my room set up that way, but I also have an app and you can get an app like that too, or like the Philips sunrise alarm clocks. And the reason being is that when you wake up just to an alarm, it, uh, it's like shocking you awake. It's like, yeah, it's like getting attacked in the middle of the night. You know, that's what your, how your body responds. So you're just starting your day with all that stress. Whereas, and if you're waking up out of a deep sleep cycle, you're groggy for like the rest of the day and your body wants you to go back to sleep so you can push the reset. I think everyone listening probably knows like, you know, when you wake up naturally, you feel way better than you do if you wake up to your alarm because you just naturally are waking up instead of like your body's saying, okay, it's time to go. You're you're pulled through the proper proper cycles where you wake up from from a lighter cycle of sleep. So if you have that sunrise alarm that takes 15, 30 minutes, your body will start responding to that light and slowly wake you up in a natural way. And I usually wake up probably 30 seconds to four or five minutes before that bright light hits. I mean, there's some days where that bright light hits and then I'm like, okay, I'm awake. But nonetheless, most days I'm not waking up to like some, I have, you know, I have those alarms set as catch-alls just in case, but most days I'm not waking up to them. I mean, I just turn them off before, before they even go off. Yeah. And I feel good. I wake up naturally at freaking between 3.50 and 4.10 in the morning. Yep. That's nuts. I don't yeah. do that. Well, I used to do that. My room is Not like, more. <laughs> yeah, my, roo- my room is like blindingly bright because the, the light I build is 15,000 <laughs> lumens. Outside. Yeah, so but then I, the window. <laughs> then, ah. I, then I go outside <laughs> and it's pitch dark and I'm like, this is weird. Like my body recognizes that it's kind of strange and then I feel myself getting a little sleepy again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I'm, I'm usually out within 20 minutes, so. If I had, uh, on the days where I don't have to leave, um, I'll sit in front of that light for, like, the first two hours of the day. I'll do some journaling. I'll do some work, whatever. And that light will just, like, I mean, you're awake in no time with that thing. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And the rest of the time, you guys hate light. Every time I come upstairs, it's, like, pitch black. I, op- and I open these open. windows. Windows are just closed. Dude, it's a theater system in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's mostly Alice. No. But I'm also part of it. Alex <laughs> has those blue eyes. They're so sensitive to the light. Uh, Speaking of, update on Alex, you want to come over and get an update on everybody? What? How much weight have you lost? It's like a million pounds. Yeah. <laughs> 60? Alex, he's not even able to get out of his bed, guys. Now That's not true at <laughs> all. <laughs> now he can get up and maneuver around. It's pretty insane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, on your scooter, <laughs> on your go-go. On scooter, Puff Jr. Yeah, he's lost 60 pounds. It looks like even more than 60 pounds. He's all thin. Most of it's in his head. <laughs> yeah, he very it's, it's the head dark weight of depression that yeah. he's lost <laughs> from his head. No, uh, he's all he's all smiling and happy and uh, looking good. Your posture looks good, too. Yeah, but it's better. You're not like Bernie Sandersing it. Dude, was it though? Do you feel taller? I bet you feel taller. I bet you <laughs> feel taller, dude. Do you feel taller when you're laying down? Get it? Do you get it? Do you get it? <laughs> 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 
So yeah, Al, Al's doing real good. We'll have to get on a podcast here soon. But uh, we're also gonna reach out to a couple of you people yeah. in the beta groups. Yes, um, we are. Have you guys come on via Zoomy Zooms? Talk about your experiences. Or we'll so just far. have you over. Whatever. Let's get Corona. No. We'll all make out first. No. I don't like it. <laughs> I like it. Oh, yeah. He coughed on your pillows, bro. With his booty. I heard it. Yeah. He booty coughed on your pillows. <laughs> <laughs> about the booty cough on his eyeballs. <laughs> pink Dude, you're about to put your eyeballs on where, right where he booty coughed. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I hate that we just invented that for his booty cough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, I think that covers sleep, guys. Um, yeah, that pretty much covers it. <laughs> I mean, another few little key points. Yeah. Obviously, the less sleep you get, the your hormone productions, like almost yeah. anything, is gonna go down. Like when same yeah. thing when you get less food, when your body's not able to recover, especially it stops insulin. using the things that it doesn't necessarily need to survive. You'll which, perform guess worse. Hormones. Mm-hmm. Doesn't need testosterone or estrogen to live, at least not in high amounts or, na- or normal amounts. You'll probably so. be a bigger dick too, hmm? a bigger dick yeah. like to people. Yep, uh, definitely. No, exactly. That's you tell a me. Massive <laughs> penis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Taller, laying down. Do you get it? <laughs> do you get it yet? <laughs> um, they couldn't even hear what you said, so this is gonna be like no context. Ah, <laughs> uh, but I think that's. Yeah, pretty much the main points. That covers. Does have any other questions or anything you'd like to add? Obviously, uh, message us. Yeah. Or go to our Facebook page or Instagram page. Yeah. And comment on the pictures that are there. Coach Adam at thefitaf dot com. Coach Anthony at thefitaf. Yeah. Quick update on our beta testers. Uh, we're still taking beta testers. The ones we have now are kicking ass and loving it. Actually. They're loving it. They're enjoying the heck out of it. Um, so we we were nervous. To get a feedback from one of them. She says she's got oh, like an yeah. Excel sheet with feedback. She's there. on Monk too, isn't she? Uh, she's yeah, she's doing Monk. Ooh. I think uh, we I'm have scared. one brute, <laughs> and then a bunch of monks and a bunch of fighters. Hell yeah! Actually, no, we have four brutes now. Do we? I'm doing brute. That's awesome. And my little gang that goes to the gym with me are doing brute since I can't run for my Achilles tendon. Yeah, which one is it? My left. That sucks. Did I know it would be your left one? Why? I don't know. I didn't know. I was lying. You're a goddamn liar. But, <laughs> yeah, they're they're uh, they're kicking ass, and I, I'm pretty excited just because we really did um, try some new stuff for our workouts, you know? Yeah, we made some stuff that feedback. was that's effective, it's progressive, but it's also, you know, unique um, and pretty fun, so... Yeah, doing different kinds of uh, yep. sets, you know, adding some, like, unique movements, yeah. you know, like that people haven't done. Like, a lot of these people, you know, like, uh, they've either been in class setting or yeah. something else. So, like, this is a lot of new movements for them, which they're enjoying. Like, yep. abs are oh, yeah. exploding by some people because they're doing planche work. And, and it's challenging. Yeah. There's that. We are challenging oh, yeah. people pretty good. So I could say doing the brood, I'm pretty beat up. My whole body yeah. feels pretty sore today. Not like... Horrifically sore, but definitely sore. I tried a new squat today. It's definitely going in the monk program, so look forward to it. The cycle squat. Oh. What's the zercher squat? It's when you hold all the weight in your elbows. Ew. Yeah, that's me. No, this one. So this one, um, your feet are elevated. Your stance is narrow. Mm -hmm. So you get your heels elevated. Oh, yeah. And it's a front squat. But I also had it where I had a kettlebell behind my back, (laughs) and I was squatting. And that one was shown to me from uh, uh, another trainer at my gym who's like a triple black belt in Taekwondo. And he's like, yeah, we did this because it like builds that kicking power. So um, straight from the I Korean masters. 
what do they call them? Cyclist squads, whatever, because it hits the in, it hits the inner head of your uh, quad a yeah, lot more. I'm and I need that just because my feet plie so much; they stick out, and that that affects my running form. I think we call them sissy squats. No, because th- I'm pretty sure I can't remember. Because no, because sissy squats you don't go down all the way, do you? I think so. Yeah. These these you, you have literally your feet, you have your heel elevated, and you're like your yeah. quads are pretty much touching touching you touching your like calves. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, uh, well, your your hamstrings. Yeah, but I mean, like your feet are almost touching too. Yeah. So yeah. this this one was like I literally laid my hamstrings across my quads. Or what well, the fuck? Dude, I basically <laughs> took all my muscles off and folded them like in that half. Movie contact. You <laughs> no. just bend your legs forward. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, you I laid my hamstrings across my calves. That's how low I got. And, I do that for a squat. And day, I did dude. a. I just did three sets of five today, but I did like a five second down, and I was like one Mississippi Tempo, two. Yeah. yeah, so slow, and my legs are smoked. Just later today, and probably because I never hit those. Yeah. Inner heads different, of the quad. I mean, yeah, all my squats are so wide, so. Which is why, I mean, all of our stuff's progressive, but uh, yeah, yeah we have some. It's new, been fun cool to be fun creative. Movies, yeah. Yeah. Um, We're getting to try some new stuff too because we want to give you guys yeah, stuff that well, we try first. It's effective, so this will be twelve weeks from now. I'll, I'll throw it in the I new mean, programming. I was doing the fighter, and I've been doing uh, brute the last two yep. weeks since I can't really do it. I can't do a lot of explosive movements, so I can't do like clean snatches or anything like that <coughs> with my tendon either. So I can't run. I can pretty much only yeah. do fixed positions, so like squatting's fine, deadlifting's fine, all that stuff. But like yeah. I can't like do any jumping where I yep. flex and then come back down really quick. Like, and I know my monks they cycle through every Wednesday. There's three different workouts for Wednesdays that they're gonna cycle through each three times, and they're uh, all single arm, all single arm stuff. Because I wanted that day just to be so much yep. cross body. You know <coughs> that that they're they're constantly working those cross body motions and they're getting that 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 chassis integrity and that stability in their body while also lifting some heavy weights and doing, you know, quite a bit of volume. So I'm, I'm super proud of those workouts. The Wednesdays are probably the ones that I'm most proud of out of everything. Um, I know they're pretty killer. So the few people I've, or the, the one person I had at, uh, my gym, try that out. And all the other crossbody stuff I've had some people do, they've really enjoyed. And I'm loving that. I think that's going to be like oh, yeah. involved in we all have my some workouts of that now. And brute and all that stuff too. Yeah. Cause I, I learned that through our boy Marcus Philly. So yeah, when I did his program I'm for just, a few years, that's where I got those squats yeah. from. Today, I'm just starting at this this week a little bit. Next week, 100. Yeah, he's good. He's good stuff. Um, yep. For any trainers who might be listening, um, he has he has such a diverse like book on uh, movements. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like I learned so many new movements just from doing two of his programs. Like and I, me and my buddy did them a few probably a few years ago now yeah i still use them to this day yeah all good stuff yeah well heck yeah all right we already plugged our emails but fuck him you come to our program yeah come to us yeah fuck (laughs) him way cheaper (laughs) (laughs) and we're we're way more fun heck yeah all right folks uh we love you we'll talk to you soon Bye. bye